Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now i am now <laughs> all right cool <laughs> all right it's gonna do the uh three two one clap and then i'll kind of like sync up the sound hopefully Okay. Or at least pretty close. All right. All right. Three, two, one, clap. <laughs> right. so we like heard your clap before we <laughs> clapped. All right. Well, we, we, we can try it again here. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, clap. Same, yeah. Yeah, same, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, it's it's, it's Skype. It does the delay thing. Clap or after? That's the oh, yeah. Are you clap. clapping on clap or? Are you saying clap and then clapping? Oh, uh, I'm clapping on the clap. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah, we're we're clapping okay. after the clap. Do it one more time. All right, three, two, one. There we go. Yay! We win. It's awesome. like the paper rock scissors rule clarification that you need oh, yeah. every it's like, time. Do you shoot on? Is it do you shoot on three or is it? Yeah. Shoot on shoot. Is it one, two, three? Shoot! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Seven days ago, one of my satellites over Antarctica Discovered a pyramid Where exactly on the ice is this? It's not on the ice. It's 2,000 feet under it. Let's make history. Oh, my God. Whoever built this pyramid believed in ritual sacrifice. Did you hear that? Did you say this room is called? Sacrificial chamber. This door is all here. This whole thing was a trap. They're not hunting us. We're in the middle of a war. They're using us as bait.
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even with, even sorry, even without the visuals, that trailer yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all the squishy noises <laughs> and all that. <laughs> uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy, and this is everything, everything I, I learned from movies. movies. And tonight, oh, tonight, oh, uh, we are finishing Black Women in Horror Month with Alien versus Predator. Woo! <laughs> But we are not alone. Oh my god, we're not? Do I have to put on my pants? Nah, no need. We don't have video going. But we are joined by Molly and Jonathan from the One Star Bazaar. Welcome! Thank you for having us. Excellent. Hey, could you just uh, let us know a little about One Star Bazaar before we get started? Yeah, sure. So we review movies that have a 40% or less on Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic because bad movies deserve some love too. Um, yeah, no, they don't. But yeah. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, sometimes movies actually end up underrated historically, you know, based on the context of whatever was going on at the time. So we basically go back and look at movies and say, was this really that bad? The answer, in my opinion, is usually yes, but there are he's, some movies where... <laughs> <laughs> not, they're not always. They are, they're doing, you know, they're, they're better than, they deserve a second look sometimes. Yeah, say some some movies are the thing, and other and you know other movies are literally anything else. You know, <laughs> what you're talking about every movie we do is great, and every movie they do is great. I know it. Indeed. Oh, Indeed. there there have been some duds. Trust us. <laughs> All right. So cats. Wait, no, 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 no. We just saw cats yesterday, and no, I'm good. Our episode on cats is coming out in February. So ah, excellent. All right, so the Jellicle Predators. <laughs> nope. Nope, nothing Jellicle about this movie. Uh, yep, 2004's Alien vs. Predator. Uh, Molly and Jonathan, do you remember your first time watching this movie? Yes, it was about four hours ago. <laughs> oh, really? He had never seen well, it. Well, okay, actually, that's not true. I think I've seen this movie before because as, about halfway through, I was like, some of this seems familiar. Like, I think I've seen it. I was like, oh, the, the Predator's going to mark her, like, on the face when she kills the whatever. I think I remember Spoilers. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. What? We're get to that. <laughs> it's probably in the trailer. I think what happened is early on in our marriage, because we do this podcast because she has always loved bad movies, and I just like, I like good movies, but I just like movies in general. <laughs> and so um, I think at some point before we started doing this podcast this past year, she had made me watch this movie. Because nice. I loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> did we own it on DVD or on Blu-ray or whatever DVD? No, Blu-ray oh. did not exist. Okay. We owned it, it on DVD. DVD. I'm pretty sure. That's what I watched oh, it on this afternoon. Yeah, we, we have the uh, Blu-ray with Requiem as well, so... <laughs> well, you have yeah. to have both, of course. Do we have, well, I mean, you might as well go full R-rated yes, as a sequel. I, but... Of course I own Requiem. Okay. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right. Babe, you remember your first time watching it? Uh, yes, I was at my friend Paula's house, and uh, her family is from Costa Rica, and her mom was translating all of the Spanish, not what they have the subtitles for, I know there's not a ton of Spanish in this, but there are some scenes, Um, but uh, what the subtitles are for and what they're actually saying, not not the same at all. Yeah, I I think it was like, was it Spanish or Italian? Because I thought it was Italian. It's Spanish, because I I remember very distinctly uh, Paula's mom 
d- translating it, and she's like, "How come he just keeps saying, oh, no, I'm dead? What am I going to do?'" <laughs> okay, like, John- like, I don't know. <laughs> Jonathan, you majored in Spanish. What was? Did oh. you have that problem? No. Oh. <laughs> we're talking about the Italian guy. Or what are we talking about? Yeah, when and whenever they were speaking yeah. Spanish, did it match up with the subtitles? I don't even remember when that was in the movie. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I remember there was like one scene where she was asking like, "How do you say uh, I want to get the hell out of here in Italian?" Oh or yeah, something no, like that. yeah, it is Italian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. Maybe it was AVP two then that we were watching. Then no, I don't remember the first time I watched this movie. <laughs> or, or maybe it's the first Predator you're thinking of. No, no, it wasn't the first Predator. Oh, okay. It was definitely one of the Predators versus Aliens. Ah, uh, why? Why are you hitting me? Why are you shooting me on a Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was definitely one of the sequels. Okay, nice. then no, I don't remember, but I know I've seen this movie a bunch, and it's amazing. Yeah. But Steve, we almost forgot. Hmm? We're far too sober to be talking about this movie oh, just yet. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> we have a beer here. What? <clears throat> from Utah. From Rooster's Brewing Company in Ogden, Utah. Woo! We have their Rude Ram Red Ale. Yeah. Rich, malt forward, red ale. 7% alcohol by volume. Red like the blood that will spill. Yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I was the there opening weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The the yeah, alien greenish. blood is greenish, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and, and I guess anytime generated. somebody like has their chest explode, it's like too dark or like they cut away yeah. at the last second and stuff. Not a lot of gore Damn you PG-13. Yeah, he was super surprised that it was PG-13. I was like it, oh no, I was super surprised that it was PG-13. I was like, wait, is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, let me one moment while I pop my top. Oh, my top! Is that it? It's a can. It doesn't quite work as well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And the poor... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a beautiful red ale. Yeah. All right. Get your yeah, that, that is uh, it's nice and clear. It's got a little bit of a hot haze on it. A uh, nice white foamy head that dissipates quickly. Mm, it smells really malt forward. Oh, yeah. A little bit of piney hops on the end. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Uh, yeah, malt forward, but a little, uh, little bit of pine on the back end. Yeah, just nice. Good all day drinking beer. Yeah, at seven percent, that could be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now that we have beverage in hand, are uh, are you folks drinking anything? Um, I made Jonathan go to the store right before this, but no, not right now. <laughs> well, she's all right, working, so. go for yeah, that's true. I am working, so I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, so listening to the trailer, I just like to say it made it seem like I was actually kind of hyped based on the trailer because it seemed like one of those movies, like dark and whatever i'm not yeah, I'm yeah. like where's that movie because that's not the movie that i feel like i got four hours ago well <laughs> well yes yeah, and then they tease you you know writer director paul ws anderson who did like you know mortal Kombat was pg-13 but event horizon sure wasn't right. or Woo! like oh, any of the event resident horizon. evils or <laughs> Is, event horizon's like a perfect movie right i mean yeah so that movie like <laughs> scared the heck out of me when i was little but like I don't think I've seen it since then. I've been too college. scared yeah. to watch it. Yeah, oh. watch, watch it again. It's still pretty good. Like, like yeah. some of the uh, CGI stuff doesn't age as well, but yeah. Yeah, say it still has one of the greatest lines in all of cinema. <laughs> We're leaving. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Paul Lewis Anderson also did uh, a couple past episodes on our podcast, uh, that Three Musketeers remake from 2011. Yeah! Uh, it's, it's on our list for this season. <laughs> oh, oh, 
it's a good one. Oh, you'll, please call us it. when you guys do it. <laughs> please. Probably. It's and, so good. <laughs> and also uh, Pompeii. You might remember oh, from Disaster snap. Month. The one that uh, the one that stole your plot, your yes. stole your screenplay. Stole my screenplay from when I was like a junior in high school. It even had Keith or Sutherland in it. For God's sake! Fun fact: right. Our Pompeii episode, where one of my old history professors guest had guested guest posted on the podcast, was a guest. Is our had most popular spot. episode. Like it, that uh, one went. We talked to him about like real Pompeii versus movie Pompeii, and it was kind of fun. Nice. Uh, and I'm also really excited about his next movie coming out. It's called Monster Hunter. <gasps> and, of course, Mia Jovovich is in it, his wife. So, um, so, wait, if Mia Jovovich is in it, that means it's based on the video game? Because she only does video game movies now? I mean, probably. Also, I mean, if you had to star in The Return to the Blue Lagoon as a child, yeah. like, wouldn't you just want to yeah. do... Video Monster. game movies? Oh yeah! Oh, oh no no no! Don't don't get me wait. wrong. I love Mia Jovovich. I know my husband would leave me for Mia Jovovich in a hot second. You know I leave Mia? my husband for Mia. <laughs> yeah, so, well, <laughs> and, let's not forget possibly her finest performance, Cuffs. <laughs> hey, am I the only one that remembers that movie? Christian Slater and I anyway. think I do. <laughs> we have it on DVD. <laughs> Come soon. Uh, oh, but also in Monster Hunter, it's Mia, Ron Perlman, and Tony Jaa. <gasps> Sold. Perfect yep. movie already. Alright, I'm in. Yeah. Ungbach and Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he's going to throw an elephant. Uh, a baby elephant. I mean, Monster Hunter, maybe that's right? their, their one weakness. Is <laughs> toss elephants. golden elephants or something. Okay. Um, so before we move on, I'd just like to say about Paul W.S. Anderson, who I hate the fact that we have to call him that, but it's just because of Paul Thomas Anderson, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's just, he can't just be Paul Anderson. Uh... So I'm the critical one of the two of us, obviously, yeah. if that wasn't clear. He might be the worst, like, director that consistently keeps, like, making movies. They make Hollywood. money. Like, the... Like the no. So, uh, of the higher echelon, like, constantly working and making... Possibly? No. I love his movies, no. though. You're all wrong, because Tyler Perry still exists. Oh, that's true. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, so... (laughs) We live in a world where Tyler Perry is rich, guys. (laughs) Loaded. Fair enough. My my example, I don't know if you guys watch football, Mm -hmm. like, follow the NFL, but basically, Paul W.S. Anderson is essentially the Ryan Fitzpatrick of of directors. I thought you were going to go with Jake McCown. (laughs) So he's, like, just good enough that there's always somebody that's like, yeah, I'll give you a job, Sure. (laughs) <laughs> but he's never, and he'll have bright moments where even like in the in these movies, there's parts where I'm like, oh, yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, that was that was interesting. But ultimately, like he'll never lead you to the playoffs. He'll never, you know, in this case, he'll never really make a good <laughs> award-winning movie or whatever. He'll just make like a good enough movie to make money, be you know quasi successful, depending on how you want to define that. Yeah, he, he's not the week one starter, but uh, if the director he wrote, originally had in mind starts struggling, he'll step right in and help out. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So, so, so here I'm gonna I'm gonna very poorly sort of loosely quote uh, Dana Gould. Not every movie has to be a steak. Like it, <laughs> like like a, 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 an award winning movie is like a great filet mignon. There's a great place for it. It's okay to have a good burger as well every once in a while. No, yeah. you're not going to win a Michelin star for it, but it doesn't make it any less satisfying. True. She, she, she's got it. She True. knows. 
But <laughs> I'd rather have the, you know, well-acclaimed, like, Tom Cruise action movies that nobody thinks is going to win an award, but people still enjoy and makes, you know, billions of dollars versus... You're right. We should watch The Mummy. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> watch it. No, we watched it. No. In our own personal lives. <laughs> and then she was like, should we do The Mummy for an episode? And I was yeah. like, I will never watch that movie again. So, no. Like, we, we did I liked a, it. We did a mini part of our episode where we talked about it in contrast to... Mummy 3, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, or yes. whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. And just mummy movies in general, but we're, we're, we'll are we never do a full-fledged Tom Cruise mummy movie, hey, because that movie was so awful. You're going on a business trip. I can do whatever oh, I want. Oh, that's true. She can get guests. You can do your own episode. That's fine. I'll find people who agree with me. <laughs> right here. No. Right. Um. <laughs> but that's not Alien vs. Predator. Alien vs. Predator. It's not. Oh, I, I do have to mention some, some stuff about the writers, though. Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett. Who are they, Steve? Well, Dan O'Bannon uh, is one of the guys that wrote, like, the original Alien. Uh, but he also has some other things he's done, like Return of the Living Dead. <clears throat> Life Force. Yes! <laughs> one of our favorites okay is that the one where the poster is like the earth is an eyeball and there's like a tentacle thing coming towards it i know there okay. might be a version this is the one uh the space vampires by canon films with the matilda may matilda the may the naked ballerina yeah. as it's... as the lead vampire not wearing I... clothes the entire movie patrick stewart's first on-screen kiss look i, it I gotta add this to my, my apparently queue. i am this sounds the amazing in this group because you're all like on the same page with the movies <laughs> you know all about you a, know what you're getting into jonathan it's okay <laughs> to admit when you're wrong it's fine it happens to everybody oh yeah no so it is it's like the earth and then i was wrong the eyeball thing is above the earth and then there's weird little spike things going down oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah yes the alien spaceship that sort of looks like a penis <laughs> i mean in the movie but not on the cover <laughs> And then uh, Ronald Shusett, uh, he wrote, uh, he also helped with Alien, but also wrote King Kong Lives, which I can't seem to find anywhere. That movie's been erased from the world. <laughs> it's Linda Hamilton in a King Kong movie. If anyone has a copy of that, help us. Is this one of those My situations where I'll, only I'll you guys me. remember it and no one else does? The like Berenstein the Berenstein Bears and the Shazam with... No, no, this is a real movie. This is a real movie. It's on the IMDBA. It just, nobody, it's out of distribution or somebody's trying to bury it. I mean, I think we're going to get The Day the Clown Cried before we get this movie. (laughs) But also Free Jack. Also Free Jack. Jack. He wrote Free Jack. So only gold. Yeah. Oh, and and they both came back together to do uh, Total Recall as well. Both versions. Who doesn't love Total Recall? Right. Yeah, so only gold. He only makes yeah, gold. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> they only make gold. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, all right. So, AVP, starring Sinai Lathan, Lance Henriksen, yeah! uh, Raul Bova, who I think is uh, the, the Italian guy, Sebastian. All right. This movie. I love Lance Henriksen. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think of, <laughs> I, trying to think of okay, that movie. I just, I just watched him... Granted, his part is very small. In this movie called D-Railed. It's not derailed, like one word. It's, it's D-Railed. It's derailed. Yeah. And it's this, um, 
he owns like a weird amusement park that has this train that runs murder mystery dinners and then it crashes into some sort of water and then a creature eats all the passengers. But he's in that movie. <laughs> Sounds like I guess, a really short movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, but there's a twist. Wanna... There's oh, a of twist course, of at course. the end. His they were worst film, the, whole the prophecy one he was in? Oh no, the Hellraiser. Hell, it was a Hellraiser. Hellraiser Hellworld? Oh. <laughs> I've seen all and the Hellraiser movies and I love oh, them Oh, we so own much. them. Yeah, the one with him and Henry Cavill and yeah, the... That's right, Superman <laughs> and The Witcher. <laughs> the Witcher is in a, a Hellraiser movie. The Witcher and Bishop together at last. Yeah. <laughs> and the other important cast member we're forgetting in this movie is Colin Salmon, yeah. Also known as the guy in Resident Evil who gets diced by the laser hallway. Oh yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Him. I only recognize him from James Bond. I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that what I recognized him from too. I was gonna say like, oh yeah, he's in all the Pierce Brosnan ones, and is he in the new Casino Royale ones? Or the? No, oh, sorry, the. No. The, it's, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, see, if he was one of the yeah, sea lions in Casino Royale. I'm not as well versed in the James Bond no, I think, yeah, canon I think as the, some people Daniel in this Crane, room. Kind of rebooted it and kind of got rid of a lot of those. You guys uh, got to see the original Casino Royale. With, uh, the Woody Allen and Orson Welles and yeah, Orson Welles doing magic tricks, <laughs> monkey in an air vent. <laughs> Everyone is James Bond. All right, I feel like I'm oh. sold now. I got we got to watch that. Okay. <laughs> There's three sea lions that are all James Bond at one point. Well, and Peter Sellers, of course, is in it, yeah. so it's yeah. Criterion Collection. It's I'm canon. Sure. It's yeah. canon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the next James Bond movie is based on it. I mean, spoiler alerts. <laughs> Why are why are those two? Are they calling those two seals James Bond? I don't. Okay. So, all right. So, 20th Century Fox comes up, and I of course immediately have the thought, "Oh, that's right. The Alien Queen is now a Disney princess." Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's true. Oh gosh. I'm I'm on board okay, for that. Yeah. I love it. There I'm in. Even though it's now just yeah, 20th but... Century Studios. <laughs> oh, that's right. They changed they, the they're name. They're changing the name now. They just announced. Oh, they're just. They're just oh. dropping the Fox. Fox News has given them a black eye. I, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> they're, they're dropping the Fox like it's Transformers 3. <laughs> oh. Like the last season of X-Files. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little proud of that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> All right, so we go back in time to October 3rd, 2004. <laughs> Uh, I guess it was like a couple weeks after it premiered, if I remember correctly. But uh, we see like a, a Whaling Corp satellite in the sky, and they pick up some unidentified heat signature over and in, well, I guess under Antarctica. And of course, everybody's like, "Wait, why? Why would that be a thing? I don't know." But get me the the best damn guide in the world. So then we smash cut to Sinai Lathan ice climbing. Yeah, as one does. Yeah. And she gets a phone call while she's ice climbing <laughs> yeah, on a like sheer face. Amazing cell phone reception out there. <laughs> yeah, it's I a mean we can't get this phone. Okay, jeez, give her give her some uh, credit. Yeah, you right, don't have call. to be facing the satellite to use those. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was behind her. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so that's right. She's on a cliff. It's in the sky. <laughs> it's, it's like a fifty percent chance that there's. A oh no, no, no! That's right. It's still uh, the satellite's still over the uh, the pyramid, so it's directly over her. Yeah, fine. <laughs> totally. There works. we go. And of course, she's like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of busy right now. Uh, it'll take me a week to get back to civilization." 
And of course she climbs to the top and Colin Salmon standing right there with a helicopter like, yeah, yeah, I thought you'd say that. Hop on in. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, My boss won't be kept waiting. How rich do you have to be to not only like, oh, I'm just going to send this chopper to the middle of nowhere, but also like, I'm going to track this person who doesn't have any sort of anything on her. Well, I'm assuming Wayland Corp is uh, basically what Amazon hopes to be one day. Uh, and yeah. they're getting pretty close, but... Obviously they triangulated her her satellite phone. And, and immediately popped up there. <laughs> no, before they called her. Oh, they yeah. were like, she's got her phone on her. Oh, okay, we'll go find her. Oh, well, the closer we are to her anyway, the uh, the better the better cell reception we'll have. <laughs> have, have the closest person uh, call, call her up and be there. It'll be a real hell of a surprise for her. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then we cut across to, I, I assume like Egypt or something. I don't know if there was a tag or something that came up. Uh, this guy, Sebastian, he's excavating some ancient ruins or whatever. And of course he finds the most important discovery of his life, a Pepsi cap. Um, and it's like, okay, shoot. Uh, oh man, now they're going to shut us down because we don't have anything to, to show what we've done with excavating the place. But then of course, uh... <laughs> I, what? Colin. I forget. Does he does he get a call or does uh, Colin Salmon show up there too? Uh, he shows up there. He he shows it's, up it's like the, oh uh, hey Jurassic Park moment. Yeah. Where it's like I'm gonna fund your research for a year if you uh, whatever something like that. Yeah. Yeah. If you just meet with us and then possibly for more if you decide to do the job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just it, basically we're getting everybody into one one place and then they take a helicopter to Antarctica and we meet the, uh, the Irish guy. I forget his name, like Graham or Grant or something. And, and watching this movie again, I forgot how annoying he was. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know it's mean, but yeah, I, no, it's true. It's 100% true. The, the accent him as a character is or over. him as an actor. Uh, Chance to be both. Okay. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, a little both. I mean, he's always talking about his kids and taking pictures and right. stuff like that. And the the accent really wore on me because, like, I think this guy need, might need subtitles for half of it. <laughs> they keep calling me dead meat. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't watch trades. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like snatch. <laughs> Do you like ducks? Yeah, anyway. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so we get some exposition where it's like, oh yeah, we got this heat signature, this this temple under like what was it, two thousand feet under the ice, and it has Aztec and Egyptian and Cambodian features, and so we got to go check it out. No one's, you know, obviously no one knows it's there because it, I mean, it's two thousand feet under Antarctica, and it's okay because we got this drill team ready to go like it's Armageddon. So <laughs> they just we just keep them on retainer. Yeah. And they're like, oh, thank God, we're not going to space. <laughs> I thought when Wayland was calling us, that was going to be the next next stop. But, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Alexa, uh, who... <laughs> uh, hey, Alexa, <laughs> what's the name of the lady in Alien vs. Predator? Oh, it's Alexa, okay. Uh, <laughs> played by Sinai Lathan. Uh, she's like, I'm not going to do it, I don't have time. She goes by Lex. Does she? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, Lex then. All right. Lex Luthor, <laughs> no, uh, she's... She she's like ah we can't do it we don't have enough time to get everybody ready yeah we'll be safe um, yeah yeah so she's like I'm leaving and then I, I this is one of my favorite parts of the movie where they're just like yeah you're not part of the group we got the next best but uh, the next best guy like 
well, he's not going to be re- ready to take him down either. Like, well, that's not your concern, so don't worry about it. Yeah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Guess what? Your you insurance doesn't have to cover our Do you guys remember, like, <laughs> Vertical Limit? Yes, love that so, movie. Woo! I love you guys. Um, so, yeah, in that movie, like, Chris O'Donnell is, like, the best climber guy. And he, like, refuses to go on this thing. And his sister, played by Robin Tunney is the second best climbing person, so she goes. Oh, and he has to go rescue her. And then he has to go rescue her. It's like that situation. (laughs) But, by the way, Scott Glenn has never been confused with Lance Henriksen in his life. (laughs) Not even a little bit. Also in that Vertical Limit movie. (laughs) And I always thought it was Lance Henriksen. And it's like, oh no, it's the other guy. I always thought that they were like brothers or something growing up. Yeah, it's, who is it that I always confuse? I always think someone is someone else, and I don't remember who it is. Right. It'll come to me. I do that, too. There's just one actor every single time I get it wrong. <laughs> like, nope, it's the other one. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so where are we? So, yeah, so the, basically after the reverse psychology, she's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Um <laughs> Meanwhile, in space, uh, the Predator ship is, like, orbiting Earth and, like, I don't know, starting to wake up from hypersleep or something. Like, you just see all the, like, lights kind of start coming on. And then, uh... You make amazing yeah, Predator that... noises, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's an amazing fully <laughs> harnessed. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> yeah, so they, they go to some, uh, some base in Antarctica... Mm-hmm. And it's like an abandoned, I don't know, whaling station. Town. There's a whaling oh, station. Whaling. Remember all the whale yeah. boats? Uh, oh, okay, okay. That's what it was. I remember <laughs> the whales being there, but I just figured that was like, hey, that's where the. Okay, I'm glad that you... Did you thought they were saying whaling station, like whaling industries? And they kept maybe saying, that's maybe that's what I thought. Like station? an abandoned whaling station. And I'm like, goddamn satellites. <laughs> <laughs> because later on in the movie, I was like, why is there this old mining town that they're like. <laughs> What? what? Yeah. What? Okay. In they they There's flat out say in the <laughs> well, beginning that look. it's a whaling station. I might have fallen asleep. She says. She says, "What's with all the whale bones?" <laughs> yeah. And then there's a shot of whale bones. Well, they, they gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you gonna eat? Fucking penguins? <laughs> they, just, they just drop a humpback on the ice. This is your yeah, rations. Exactly. One of the Japanese boats comes by like once a month, and they're like, "Here you go. I'll see you in July." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see it, and like what are they mining like hey you get your ice your way my friend i like i like that natural ice <laughs> their, my, their martini game is strong <laughs> well also if you are going to mine something in antarctica you want it to be meteorites because they stick out like really well there so yeah. every summer scientists go to dig up meteorites, meteorites. Yeah, but they don't have, like, an old west Ooh. town that they're living in to do it. Well, in this <laughs> so universe, maybe like. they do. Yes. Where's the saloon? Yeah. Okay. That would be a fun fact, super fun fact, because it's fun, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so so they get the little town or whatever and start, like, all right, let's get set up for the night. Um, I guess when the sun comes up, we'll start digging. I don't know, whatever. But then they... <laughs> <laughs> then uh I, I forget how they f- find out like they just kind of stumble upon the the giant tunnel like a 30 degree angle yeah, going down yeah. in there so yeah so what it is is they're uh remember they're like scanning they're like oh we're directly over the pyramid oh and yeah, yeah, like, yeah huh the ice seems disturbed right there what's going on oh shit somebody's already been here yeah <laughs> so this just popped up like in the last four hours yeah. and- <laughs> this wasn't well, here we the last time we scanned sleeping. it 
dug a hole. <laughs> you guys didn't hear anything? No, but it was windy. And, Damn Arctic gophers. You know, all those whale noises being a whaling to uh, <laughs> The ghost of whales pass. It's like 13 ghosts, but, you know, like, with belugas. Another yeah. phenomenal movie. <laughs> yeah, we just did that last month. For Ghostuary. Yeah. <laughs> Where can they find that, Steve? Oh, at eilfm.podbean.com. <laughs> uh, shameless promotions. Um, <laughs> In the middle of our own show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They also dropped the fact that uh, I guess the this whaling station or whatever was abandoned in 1904 almost a hundred years ago to the day Interesting. Uh, and Interesting. everybody just disappeared can, can we talk about movie <laughs> and, logic for a second here oh i'd so, love to absolutely okay so these the predators <laughs> who are you know advanced and obviously helped build some things in egypt and basically Cambodia like and on, wherever yeah. like why? I've seen the History Channel. Why hide the alien queen in Antarctica, where there's like no people to use as bait for the the like the aliens? Wait, wait, like nowhere else could have. I no 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 wait 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 wait. Oh yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah okay. So go ahead. You're saying something completely unexpected. Okay. But, um. No. Every pyramid in the world had the was like a hunting ground. Is my assumption, and that every time it went bad, they blew it up yes. because they didn't want the aliens to overrun the planet. Yeah, that's why the Egyptian civilization ah. no longer exists. The Aztecs disappeared. Ah. I guess Cambodians aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> no, see, I thought you were going to say the movie yeah. logic of it's very coincidental that apparently the predators follow a similar calendar to what we do based on the rotations of our planet because they come back every exactly 100 years to us. Which apparently must be every however regular interval to them, and that would make no sense. They're they're very... Every hundred years on Earth is just once... Like, basically, it's deer hunting season for them. They got it. You gotta bring all the 16-year-olds out to become men. It's very coincidental every hundred years, considering planets have different rotational, revolutionary, whatever. Yeah, well... well, and, and the other question I had this that came up later, because it's, yeah, we, you know, anyone hasn't seen this movie, it's basically predators coming to hunt aliens, and that's how you become a man, or, I, I don't know, supreme hunter or whatever in their civilization. Ooh, there's there's only, like, three of them that come, and it's every hundred years. It's like, that's, I, I don't know, is it... Is, I know nothing about the Predator homeworld, but that seems like a well, very so, few. Like, <laughs> So the question I have is, okay, in that case, why did the Predator come in the first Predator I have movie? a theory about that. Okay. I'm excited you brought that up. Okay, after seeing this movie in theaters by myself, because that's how I roll, um, I <laughs> came up with the idea that this is the real test. They fight the aliens as their I'm going to be a man like bar mitzvah kind of thing. The ones that get yes. sent to the in the first predator, those are children practicing. Yeah. Yes, they're okay. 16-year-olds. Yeah, 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 the ones that like go to the the Colombian jungles and like downtown LA in Predator 2, that that's basically like becoming a man like like a like a bar yeah. mitzvah kind of a hunt. Whereas this one's like, hey, you're SEAL Team Six now. Like you're. Yeah. Oh shit! Somebody, somebody activate. Somebody's letting her Crocs loose. We gotta go yeah. hunt them down. Yeah. 
And that makes sense with the Predators movie where it's, you know, they basically just bunch of, drop a bunch of people on a jungle planet and then, <laughs> yeah, what's the, you know, spoiler no, alert. Predators. Them. Them. Great. Yes, they do. I they actually, them. I actually did kind of like the movie Predators. For the record, as a yeah, me too. not lover of bad movies, that was okay. <laughs> I was skeptical was of Adrian Brody, but he uh, he was better than yeah, I thought he was going to be. And Topher Grace, yeah. Topher Grace, yeah, that's like, the memorable amazing. one. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, dang. Trejo, yeah. It, uh, isn't Walton Goggins in that one too? Like it's it's a great cast. All right, sorry, I'm on the Xenopedia. Of <laughs> it's uh, a thing look it up no it's <laughs> yeah so so the the predators are actually called yaucha just like uh the aliens are actually xenomorphs okay yeah um and then yeah so you have to you become a hishquaten once you have killed your first uh xenomorph so like basically you become a man gotcha. Oh. And so that's how you prove that you like you are an ultimate hunter is by killing a xenomorph. That's sort of like, all right, now you're like, but like you've accomplished by killing other things. Now this so is man like the is real not test. Not the most dangerous yeah, okay. prey. No, no, no. no. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a strong. Uh, they have a very strict uh, hunting code of honor. So why is this movie not called Xenomorphs versus Yaucha? That's what I want to know. Like, that just right? seems, you know, offensive to not use their preferred titles right? or names or whatever. Yeah, apparently there's a whole comic spinoff starring Lex from this movie, spoiler alert, yeah. uh, where she gets to go to the Predator homeworld and she uh, lives what? amongst them. What? Yeah. She's the only human to ever be able, like, to be considered yes! on par. Clearly they just didn't see I what was going on with Ripley this! then, because she's oh killed a lot <laughs> Yeah. No, like <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll we'll get to that part. But... Oh man. Right. No, no, no. She's 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 a citizen of the president. She's a citizen. She's, she's been accepted. She wasn't a, like elected president or anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, sure, no. But, but they they're gonna let her live amongst them. She's not just uh just for breeding more. See, I'm glad you said that because like I was spoiler alert at the end of this movie they just abandon her in Antarctica. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. She she she's an she's a she's pro- a proven hunter. She kills two of them. They don't she, they don't abandon her. They're like yeah. whatever. You're good. You so, can take care of yourself. Like, you got this. You got equipment. Yeah. Fine. You don't need a jacket in the Arctic. Yeah. <laughs> you can get off one of these dead guys. Have fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So so yeah. So they go down this tunnel and uh, you know there's a whole scene where like. Uh, Wayland, uh, played by Lance Henriksen, he's like coughing and he like confesses that like, oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm Diane. I'm pretty far along, but I I, I got to get this. This is going to be my legacy. And uh, basically, he, they're like climbing down to like those sled things, and like one of them snaps, and Wayland keeps falling and falling and falling, and then saved by a pickaxe at the last second by Lex. Uh, I kind of thought like, well, oh. oh when he was sliding down, though, like that whole tunnel is like ribbed. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. 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 So, so why, why was that a situation? Well, you could just fall like, down, like, rib and just be you, like, yeah, just sit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could like all, uh, not quite walk, but you can like kind of scoot a little bit. No, or? It, was, it was just a straight shot down. When like, art direction doesn't is not on the same page as uh, the screenwriting. It was it was like one of those um garbage oh, okay. shoots in action movies that somebody always like <laughs> yeah. slides down. Yeah. It was like that. 
Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I found more about the uh, Yaucha uh, society and class rankings. So translated to English, unblooded <laughs> are unrefined hunters or hunters of the future. They're the young predators, and generally females. Although there are female hunters. Young bloods are seen as men or true hunters in the eyes of their clanmates. They have uh, they're refined enough to overpower a skilled human fighter, and yet their skill against a xenomorph varies. Once they kill one, then they're full blooded. You become a leader uh, when you've been selected. You're an elder once you've killed like a whole bunch of xenomorphs and everybody respects you. You're an ancient when you're an old person, and you're. <laughs> Not uh, real. And a matriarch is uh, usually one of the the harshest, like one of the best hunters be- for a female to raise to that rank, and uh, is That's what basically I'm saying. Sinal Lathan should have been a matriarch. She okay. killed it down there. Okay. Well, sa- save it for the sequel. She might make <laughs> yeah. it one day. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I mean, we, we unplugged our. Okay, we're fine now. All right. So they so they get down the tunnel. Uh, they get to the temple, and uh, it's like right as the predators land, and uh, they they go through the whaling town and just destroy all the mining team, I guess that's up there. <laughs> Which so the mining team, like, are they just up there chilling because they're like, well, there's nothing for us to do, and we're not explorers, so just chill here and eat, I don't know, jerky or whatever until they're ready to yeah. go. Some of those like really old bottles of scotch or whiskey or whatever it is that are still down in Antarctica. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're vinegar by now or I something. I would also like to point out that one of the, I think it's the leader of the team. Oh, wait, one, one second. Hold on, we have an intruder. Hi, little thing. <gasps> Are they what small and furry? Uh, you need to go downstairs and eat your popcorn. I don't want it. Okay, you need to go downstairs and watch your movie. We're busy. I don't want it. Well, too bad. <laughs> Can you stay in here and be super, super quiet and not say anything at all? Can't make any noise. <laughs> And this is about Alien vs. Predator. Okay, go sit over there. <laughs> we'll see That'll how last two goes. minutes. Um, I would like to... <laughs> my fan fiction crossover now is that one of these dudes is the guy who plays the bad guy coach in D2, The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and I would like to think oh, that yeah. a coach, maybe that's a seasonal job and it doesn't pay super well, so he like moonlights in the off-season as some sort of mining team mercenary whatever. Yeah, well, it makes sense with the Olympics yeah, only being exactly. every yeah. four like, years well, and stuff, okay, too. Okay, season's yeah. over. I go yeah. to my other job, working on a crab boat and, or well, working he, in a mining whatever. He lives in Iceland, exactly. so he's used to the snow exactly. and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, you that heard it sense. here first. Alien vs. Predator and Mighty <laughs> Ducks share Mighty universe. Ducks, same universe, yeah. Canon. <laughs> it's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. AVPD2. <laughs> AVPD3. Sending Goldberg. Anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, they're down the tunnel. They're checking it out. The predators show up. Um, and, yeah, they're, like, walking around the temple, and there's, like, a little booby trap or, like, you know, one of those little step things that set things off. And so, yeah, the that apparently... Uh, Pulls the queen out of her yeah, ice bath okay. or whatever, and she starts that made thawing no out. Sense. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. You don't think an advanced alien <laughs> civilization can figure out how to cryogenically freeze an alien queen? Well, first of all, I don't think that society that's based on this like hunter-gatherer primitive whatever type culture as predators would even become an advanced society capable of intertel- interstellar travel in the first place. But we'll just set that logic on hold because that's what the whole universe. Um, no, like, why, why wouldn't they just have the eggs and just, like, bring the eggs with them? Like, why, 
Why have her there? How old is she? I mean, it's just... It was weird. It just... She's, well, we she's don't know. Ageless. We well, oh. that's the thing. I mean, obviously, the eggs don't keep. They're not yeah, viable they after you fresh. freeze them. You have to keep. Oh, the eggs won't keep, but yeah, somehow the, she'll the, keep without they, food and water and whatever it is that they need to. Well, she's, they can live in the vacuum of space. We've yeah, seen it in other movies. Okay. Why wouldn't you all Thank you survive for the Arctic? Because <laughs> I would like to point out that if she can live in the vacuum of space, how does it make any sense that they kill her at the end by dumping her in really cold water for her to freeze to death? No, 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 no. She doesn't oh, die. Yeah. That's the thing. She's just yeah. tied and she's oh, back to being frozen. Strap bill scenario oh, where she's just gosh. stuck at the bottom of the okay. ocean. Great. Yep. Yep, and by the way, all that takes for her to escape probably is just snapping that chain and then walking to the nearest landmass. This is why we have to fight global warming, people. Exactly. The xenomorphs are going to melt out of the ice. She's trying to get through the ice, and her acid blood is spilling, and that's what's melting the the ice caps. Godzilla, um, you know, walk to the whatever Japan (laughs) like sequel movie. Can I just say this is I I, I have I can't oh, let this go soon. because from what we said a couple <laughs> minutes ago I really now want like an aliens type movie but where they have to get fought off by like a team of wacky misfits from so like a nineties kids movie. So you haven't seen the second one? <laughs> no, I have not. That's what yeah. I haven't seen Alien versus the second oh Alien versus Predator. Yeah. So fun fact, your uh, your wish comes true. Be careful yeah, so what you wish for. All right. <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, maybe in right, fact, so yes. I guess I asked for it. So I'll go in, <laughs> I'll watch it with good, you know, expectations. One of them is a high school pizza <laughs> yeah. delivery driver. Okay. Great. I expect, like, <laughs> Home Alone-style, like, booby trap hijinks. And yep. Oh, wait, wait, no, that was at the end That's of the true. first part. That's what oh, happens yeah. in the Arnold yeah. one. <laughs> Come uh, on, Gibby! Okay, continue, please. Okay. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so the queen starts getting thawed out, and she just immediately starts popping out eggs. That's, of course, uh, yeah, as one does. Yeah, and then <laughs> and I now know so much more about xenomorph anatomy than I ever thought I would want yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, you'll also find out more in uh, Requiem as well. Just FYI about that. Um, so the so the predator uh, they yeah basically start they take out the ground team and start hanging them upside down and all that already. Uh, meanwhile, in the temple, the the ground team uh, show up in the sacrificial chamber, and they see all these you know skeletons all on the slabs, and they they know it's like uh, looks like something burst out of their chest or stomachs yeah. or whatever. It, when, and, what's uh, the line? It's like the French chick says, "She's like something came out of these bodies." Yeah, <laughs> oh, something yeah, pushed it. its way out, and it's like you don't know that that, that those kind of wounds. Like, I mean, we know what it is. They have no idea what it is. Those kind of wounds could be caused by, like, fucking anything. Really a gunshot that breaks the... Yeah, yeah like a gunshot from behind would totally yeah. do that. Hit with a cannon yeah. from behind, yeah. Yeah, gunshot right She's through the slab. Then, or, you know, right through the back and then like laying him down the slab. Anyway. <laughs> You're right. Br- so bring in uh, NCIS bones, yeah. and... Uh, yeah. At this point, we need Ducky on the job. It's hazy, even though I watched this four hours ago. Do they are they separate now at this point? Like the two groups? Okay. No, no, no they're they're still yeah. on the sacrificial chamber, and then they and then they find the like calendar right. padlock, then, yeah, which, has, get, which has remnants yeah. or elements of all of the different cultures' calendar 
write something. Yeah. Yeah. Hieroglyphics yeah, and petroglyphs. And... So, something that didn't make sense, but then they're like, oh, wait, what's today's date? Uh, October 10th. Okay, cool. So it's 10, 10, 2004, 100 years since the last time they came. Let me just play around with these dials a little bit. And then it opens up this chamber that has dry ice and weapons. Woo! <laughs> yeah, there's just all the smoke and stuff coming up out of there. And it's like, what are these things? Oh, I don't know. We, we should definitely touch them, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they grab them. And, of course, that sets off another booby trap kind of thing. And that starts the hunt. Yeah, All the this eggs. is the the well, and then the 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 predators they uh, they get an alert right. on their Apple yeah, Watch. Oh yeah, that's right. Like the, it's like the case of weapons is for the predators, right. and they're like, oh no, some the silly humans yeah. like took our guns. Let's go get them real fast. So. Yeah, it's like, oh no, the kids <laughs> are in the gun cabinet. Gun. <laughs> yeah, so they're running down, um, and they. And yeah, the the walls and stuff in the room start kind of moving and like lock, you know, three people in this chamber and two left in the sacrificial chamber. Like they start getting separated. Oh, um, no. So they no they, they purposefully left oh, three they? people, two people. They, they left a couple yeah. of people oh, in yeah, the sacrificial right. chamber because they were like, you need to video and photograph every single thing here. So get to work. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. They split up a little bit and then all the doors start. OK, yeah, that's right. Well, and then in the sacrificial chamber, some of the eggs from the queen just kind of pop up in the middle, and they're like, "What? What is that? I don't. I don't know. Wait, it looks like it's opening." Ah! And yeah, the little face huggers jump out. And... Yeah, and then face huggers start falling down uh, shoots that are on the side of the building, like water shoots. They come down yeah. like itsy bitsy, goddamn spider. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, you know face huggers do. They jump on their faces, stick their genitalia down their throats, yeah. and impregnate yeah. their stomachs. Fun stuff. Stick their vagina over your yeah, face. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Izzy, because seriously, like, that was all I ever thought when I saw face huggers. I was like, why is that a vagina? It's like a flying oh, yeah. vagina. I know it's intentional. So I did and watch. And the original ship is supposed to represent a woman's uterus and blah, blah, blah. But still. I'm just saying. The, yes, yeah. the, Nostroma. the Nostroma. No, no, not well, the Nostroma. The, the, the one that crashes. The one that they, like, go to that has the engineer guy in it. That one's supposed to look like a uterus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, no. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so we get there. The punk uh, French girl or whatever, the, the the girl with the pixie haircut, she gets... Who is it you said would be played her in the, playing her in the reboot? Oh, I Ruby totally Rose. Yeah. That, Ruby yeah. Rose would totally be her in the reboot. And then we cut to uh, basically five minutes later where it's like bursting out of her chest. And it's like, oh, that was quick. It must have, yeah. I seem to remember in the first movie it well, took no, a couple of hours. No, because they're all knocked but, uh, unconscious. They yeah. don't really know how long it's been. Yeah. We have no idea how long it's been. Well, true. Well, I guess the, uh, they're Except not like for, down there for like a day and a half yeah, or anything, but, though. Yeah, so yeah. in the original it's one, like changes it, it every takes 10 many minutes. hours. And yeah. then, yeah, we find out the temple's changing every ten minutes. But yeah, the time flow in this movie. Yeah. Happens. Well, all right. So yeah, everybody's separated. They're trying to find the entrance to get out of there. But then the uh, the predators ambush them, and uh, they start killing a couple of the people. And you know, you see all the weapons. You got the the net and the 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 giant claws and the spears yeah. and all that fun stuff. And then they get separated more and. Uh, yeah, more walls changing every ten minutes and blah blah blah. <laughs> it, it, there, there, there's a 
I don't know. There's a part in this middle where it's just like, all right, can, can we can we get to more fighting and more death? Uh, I, I, I'd be okay with that. Really? Because I there was a part in the middle where I was like, who's even alive still? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's still like thirty or forty minutes left of this movie, and everyone is dead except for like two people. Yeah, yeah. Which, there, there's definitely yeah. like three left, and it's like, all right, well then, cool. Can we get like, like, like ten, ten, twenty minutes after everything starts? There's like three humans. One predator, and then God knows how many aliens, right? <laughs> Just kind of running around, but he, he's, the Irish he, guy gets yeah. it in the face too. Why was he even yeah. alive? Like he's alive, but then he just dies a minute later. Like yeah. we we're like, oh my gosh, he survived. Actually, just kidding. What? <laughs> Psych. <laughs> he's had to wait for more facehuggers to be born. Apparently, I mean, I guess it just what to show that there's like two hundred of the xenomorphs like running around now. Yep. And, yeah. Oh. There's one thing that I was confused never came back at the end because I swear. So one of the three predators in all of the ensuing chaos mm-hmm. gets killed, right? Yep. By the alien, and then like a face hugger or the alien does something, and yep. like I swear, like I was waiting for the predator alien combo to be the ultimate bad guy thing to come out and so fight them because I'm like you, watched you the need end to watch Requiem. No, yeah. I did watch the end of the movie, but that's like the little like Easter egg. Oh ho ho! You know, I'm talking about that happened. You gotta watch like, Requiem. Re- you gotta Requiem watch starts immediately exactly after no, this movie. So <laughs> Requiem yeah. will answer okay. all okay. the all yeah. of stop, that. Stop, stop, yeah. stop. Is it the one yeah. from the end on the ship, or yes. is it the one? No, yep. Ignoring that one, there was another predator that was implanted in the middle of the movie, and then nothing no, no. happens with that. No, no, that was that. That was the one. That is the one. It's he the he one. got planted, the then like he, and then like he, and right. when they're separated, and they decided they need to do the alliance with all that right. one. That's when he so, like. He, he's like just getting up, like just moments yeah. before. See, as the maze the is what Jonathan around. is yeah. saying is he's racist, and all predators look the same yeah, to him. Yeah, they do because the one at the end, laying on the slab, <laughs> fair, I assume, was the one yeah. who was fighting with Sinaiathan, and then got like mortally wounded fighting the queen, and so then they like beamed him up, and he was on his deathbed there. That was my assumption. It wasn't the, the one. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. This movie well, has yeah, a lot that, of problems. One, but yeah. It doesn't explain stuff very well. Yeah, what a lot of people say? like obviously die and then come back for a second just to die again. It it does happen in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um oh and uh Colin Salmon uh he gets hit with the net, which is of course the ultimate weapon in all movies we've found out over the past couple of years. And but it's he that gets net diced again. Yeah. Actually, Wikipedia yeah. Mentioned that, that happens in both movies. <laughs> Paul W. Paul w. Sanderson just likes to dice yeah. him, I guess. Yeah. So. Slice yeah. some dice from Julian It would be awesome if he was like one of those, like, uh, God, I never remember his name. The guy from Heroes that's like in every J.J. Abrams movie. If he was like that and he always got killed in a, like the same way in every movie, you know, that'd be awesome. Just connect all the universes. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, so Alexa gets booted. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. She, like, gets involved in a fight with, like, one of the Predators and gets, like, drop kicked. Um, and she's about to die. The the predators like stand over and about to like stab her, but then a tail spear kind of comes right through his chest, and one of the aliens like skewered him and picked him up and uh, like pulled him close to you know like blast him in the eye or whatever he does. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, then we get what we all came to see: an alien and a predator fight. And Woo! I'll tell you what: when I was watching this in theaters opening weekend. 
this was the part of the movie I'm like, I'm I'm in. I'm fucking Sold. in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Like just whipping the, the acid blood and like taking the armor off and then grabbing the alien and like swinging him around and hitting columns and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, yeah, the, another net comes in and, oh, yeah, the net, like, hits the alien and, like, starts putting the grit or whatever. Yeah, slicing in. its skull. Yeah, but then the acid blood. By the way, the acid blood thing. Are, is there anything in nature that has acid for blood? No. Yes. That's why they're an alien. No, I okay. think there is. I, I'm going to Google it, but I'm pretty sure there is. Oh. Um, well, plus, my... how strong of an acid is the thing, too? Because, I mean, like... This acid can eat obviously. through concrete. And I don't know how acid yeah. works yeah. on the pH scale. I just know that, you know, yeah, different liquids. It's very acidic. Or acidic or basic. This one's like <laughs> super acid. Except except for in it the alien skin, which kind of doesn't make sense, but at the same time, it will be a plot point it's later. It's evolved to, like, not have its own skin be eaten through. They're, they're, an, they're a species from another planet. I get it, but... Well, as but, we learn, they're, like, intentionally bred to yeah, be Yeah, they're like way, genetically right? engineered by the... Um, but no, my oh, my, yeah, my thinking right. of why that one had to get <laughs> zapped with the net and then break free was so we know, so like we your problem that with that's, all the predators look the same. Now this one has the little diamond marks on its head, so we know that's yeah. like the super awesome alien that killed the one predator guy. But does it even end up mattering? Yes. <laughs> it's it not like well, it no does cool. end up mattering. It's not like it's the ultimate... Like, the queen is the big bad that pops out at the end that they have their final showdown with. Okay. That one just yeah. dies when everything else blows up, right? Yes. Or, or I, I think that, I think it was actually one that uh, freed the queen a little later. That scene was weird, too. Because at first, it looked like they were, like, attacking the queen itself. Like, oh, F-U-B, like, we're gonna kill you. But then, yeah. it was clear You're when they did the now. wide shot, oh, they're attacking the chains. They're but... freeing her from, oh, I thought they were, like, freeing her from her, like, no. egg sack no. thing. Yeah, 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 they were kind of doing that. They were also attacking each other, like, one of them or two of them or something, so, like, the acid blood was melting the chains and right. helping to free, because, you know, chains can hold a queen, but, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't, 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like with any type of movie like this, you really just have to throw logic completely out the window and yeah, just no enjoy the fun. Yeah, but, uh, oh yeah, then we get the scene where, like, Waylon, like, is, like, trying to hold one of them off, and they see that he's, like, dying, and he's like, ah, whatever, there's no sport in it, so he just kind of, like, drops him to the side. Yeah. And Waylon's like, where the hell are you going? And, like, starts blowtorching him. And then, so he ends up getting stabbed, you know, a noble death, I guess. Um... <laughs> Oh yeah, that we see the the predator's claw frisbee thing. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, that was one of the cool tools I liked. But uh, yeah, gosh, so there's just a lot the, of the stuff Zeno going Warrior on. Princess logic of it always magically comes back to his hand. Oh yeah, it's a boomerang yeah, too. Apparently. What? He's just really good yeah. with um, boomerang. You yeah. know, he's got the this the smolder bravestone. Only skill. boomerangs come back when they like hit things. It do does in here. In movie logic, it does obviously. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like Captain America's shield. Now, if you look at this diagram <laughs> that I've constructed, you can see. Anyway, oh know. no! Does that does, does that have the code for cold fusion? <laughs> <laughs> Come back, Elizabeth Shue. All right, and then the, and then the next thing we get is some uh, ancient aliens exposition where <laughs> it's like yeah, basically like. 
All of our modern advances in technology came from these aliens thousands of years ago. We worshipped worship them, them like gods. gods. And, and all I could think of was that meme of uh, the ancient aliens. And it said, just because white people didn't do it doesn't mean it's aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very History Channel at that point. By the way, um, do you think in further installments in the series they're going to be able to get Mikio... Michio Kaku? Michio Kaku? Maybe. I mean, he's a theoretical physicist, so... What the hell else is he doing? Yeah, Why I mean... have there not been any more of these movies? Like, granted, this second really one wasn't as... That question. Yes! <laughs> I mean, most of them make money. Bring, bring right? the people yeah. what they want. They want aliens, and they want predators, and they want them to fight each Clearly, other. Clearly, this one was successful enough to warrant Requiem. Right. Requiem and then was Requiem was not. unsuccessful enough right. to, yeah. Well, plenty of movies have a lackluster does second it, showing. Does it bother you that there's more Death Race films than Alien vs. Predator films? There have films? been so many Death Race oh. movies, and I have seen oh them God. all. And they are a yeah. product yes. of Paul W.S. Anderson. That's true. They, do, they get progressively where, worse. Where's that? No, 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 no. That is not true. They do not get progressively worse. Attic? Or Attic 23? A23? A23. Yeah, the, yeah. the studio that makes all the crap. The what? All the Nicolas Cage the movies? The ones who own Nicolas Cage. Where yeah. are they? <gasps> well, well, well here's the thing. Death Race is owned by Roger Corman, so... Sure. <laughs> so that's why there's so that's, many I of them. I just want to point out, it, to what you said, Death Race 3 is his highest rated film. Really? <laughs> Woo! Really? As that far as on, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh... Oh, not Roger. Paul W. S. Anderson's higher. Like, if you look at Paul W. S. Anderson on Rotten Tomatoes, because that's the site we use. If you look at his his filmography, there, Death Race Three has a fifty percent. Wow, higher than Mortal Kombat. Forty-seven percent. I looked this up today in in preparation. I don't know if I want to live in a world where people think that Mortal Kombat's lower than Death Race Three. I mean, I haven't seen Death Race Three. Maybe we have to check it out. Oh no, we watched all of them. Did we? We did, because the, when the new one came out a couple of years ago, we went back and watched the whole filmography, because we realized okay. the only one we'd seen was Death Race 2000. I don't remember, I, I remember Death Race 2000, I remember the, the Jason Statham reboot. Yeah! We watched 2050 that came out like two years ago, but that's all I remember. Well, of course the original, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, let's check out number three, make see... And we played the game! <laughs> oh, that's right, the board game. There's Woo! the Death Race board game! <laughs> Yes, is, it is amazing. It's actually super fun. Work, yeah. yeah. It's a race, so you, yeah. you you get to run over old people and kids. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Um so yeah, so yeah, the Ancient Aliens exposition is like, oh yeah, every hundred years they hunt the ultimate prey, and if it gets out of hand then they go boom and you know, wipe out a civilization that they helped create. Right. And this is okay, the cool. Italian guy explaining this because he can read all of the jumbled hieroglyphics on the ceiling of the room they're in. Yes. That are all from yep. different yep, cultures, exactly. but he just, he, he, yeah. Yes. And I'm then, glad he was there. He's and then the bomb they have That's is why like he a brought. bio bomb. It's <laughs> so like it doesn't like affect the buildings. Okay. It just kills life, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that works. Yeah. yeah. Which is why there's still pyramids. <laughs> Which is why we still have pyramids, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, we get the whole thing where it's like, oh, yeah, this is the part where it's like, oh, yeah, we, it, this place is like a prison. We need to restore order by giving the guards their guns back. And so um, the the two, uh, Lex and Sebastian, they make friends with the, the last remaining predator and give them back the the shoulder cannon, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, shoulder cannon. And then shoulder this cannon is back. where we get the training montage, right, of, like, how to – he, like, teaches her how to make the, the shield out of the alien head – 
Yeah, he just and makes oh, them. Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of interpreted it as like a training montage. No, it was just oh. kind of showing like, hey, look, acid works on concrete, but not on this. And then like hollows out the skull and yeah. makes a shield for her and turns the tail into a spear. Yeah. And that's, that's him training oh, yeah. her oh, how to kill that's aliens. Not, that's just giving her a weapon. Saying, All right. Go. Thanks for the gun. Here's well, the spear, and- lady. <laughs> Well, well, and this was after like the well, the, she, the reason she, she got the dead one. She killed that one because yeah, with his spear. Yeah, she. Well, it seemed like accidental to me. Did anybody it, else? It where did. she like she had the spear and she's like backed in a corner, just like ah, and then the alien jumped on it, and it's like oh shit, I'm dead. Yes, ah. yes. So, but the bottom line is that she still killed one, so she's an accomplished hunter in his eyes. She's been blooded. She's blooded. So yeah. now she picked up the spear. She, she's a worthy yeah. hunter. She could have just not picked it up. Well, no, that was no, his No, spear. no, but she <laughs> could have like, just left it on oh, the floor yeah, oh, right. and died yeah. like He stabbed an, an alien, and she grabbed it, and then the alien saw her and, like, oh, jumped on her. Yeah, and yeah. She, she, yeah, kind of unintentionally stabbed it. She had, like, but, the fighting spirit. But she, yeah, she still yeah. prepped for yeah. the... But yes, I interpreted it as a training montage. Oh, okay. and That's weird. But I do think, yeah, he respected her for killing the alien. Oh, yeah, and, he armed her, yeah. and now they're, like, doing their... They're yeah. badass, like walking down the hallway side They're by side. Kind of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when that explosion goes off and the two of them are running, I'm like, oh my god, this is bad boys. <laughs> I love it. Bad boys. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh yeah, and that's right. Right, right after that's when like all of the the aliens start like popping up down the tunnel. He uses the can to like blast most of them, and they start running. Throws the Let's bomb see. into the egg field. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the little the the one they usually have on their forearm or whatever. He's like, hey, this I mean, is gonna blow my up. My question about this being like a hunting challenge for the predators is like, how hard is it really if you have like an autofocus cannon yeah. on your shoulder? Like that doesn't. No, these are the cleanup crew because somebody else stumbled in. Like these guys, these guys aren't just on the regular hunting oh. mission. The oh. humans triggered it, so this is the cleanup crew. This is the, like, oh, shit, somebody let our lions out of the pen. We yeah. actually have to call animal control now. So these guys, these guys are, aren't just here on, like, a regular hunting expedition. These guys are here to make sure they don't screw up their little hunting, uh, their little, oh. hunt, like, oh, hunting Oh, I thought land. they, like, were... Okay, yeah, I thought they were hunters, too, but, yeah, well... Yeah. They, they can be both, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were, like, <laughs> they're preparing for the hunt, everything's ready... And then they lure the humans down to be the bait. Yeah, because they already had drilled the tunnel so the humans could yeah. get down there. And they didn't know they okay. had triggered it until they were already okay. hanging the guys upside down in the, the whaling tank. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. But it does make sense because well, yeah, I'm, I'm still, like I'm still going with by the time the human the humans kind of mucked everything up and they're not on their regular just hunting trip they yeah. they come loaded for bear because they realize this could be a containment yeah. situation yeah I, I can see that uh, it's almost like this movie isn't written very well to explain a lot of these things <laughs> how <laughs> dare you sir I'm that guy I feel I feel like this movie <laughs> I feel like they had to like cut it down a lot. Well, it's only an hour and a half long. Yeah, so I feel like this is this is not the director's yeah. cut of this movie. <laughs> no, no. Well, and also, it's like an hour and a half long. Also, there's ten minutes of credits. We, yeah. I realized that we for the first time last night. <laughs> really, really shocked by that. So yeah, so yeah, the aliens are doing the whole stabbing thing where they're like kind of freeing the queen from her chains and everything downstairs. They find like Sebastian in some chamber... Um, impregnated but he, he yeah he's a goner basically and he's like you must destroy everything uh, 
And so, yeah, it tosses the bomb, and they all start running, and then the explosion, and they're outrunning the explosion, and it's bad boys, and, you know, yeah. yeah, just all kinds of Michael Bay shit going on at this point. Oh, yeah, the well, alien jumps on, like, the predator, one of the aliens jumps on, like, the predator's back, and uh, Sanai blasts it and, like, turns into a head canoe. Yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then, uh, like, they, I don't know, cut a strap or whatever, and it turns the sled into, like, a rocket sled up the <laughs> up the tunnel to, like, outrun yeah. the explosion. And I'm like, what is happening? How, Alien how technology. Work? Alien technology. Yeah. Turn off the logic and, brain uh, and, and they, embrace the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> logic. <laughs> Guys, we really got to wrap this up. Forget, forget about all the details. Like, yeah, rocket tunnel sledding and, uh, yeah, explosions. And then, whoo, we're back in the mining town. Great. Um, we fleened all your friends. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. We didn't know, even know you guys were here. We didn't know you were cool. <laughs> but then the town starts collapsing into the sinkhole caused by this gigantic explosion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something like uh, yeah. Ba- basically, after they outrun the explosion, and everything, uh, the predator is like, "Hey, uh, you need a ride somewhere?" Or because no, he, he marks <laughs> her, or is that after the no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. right around this time, yeah, he marks her, too, yeah. On her face, like, with the same mark for being a hunter. And then that's when the queen, like, pops out and is like, ha-ha! Just kidding! Ah, you thought you killed me! (laughs) Yeah, it just comes up, like, crawling out of the ice, or the sinkhole, or I don't know what exactly, but it just pops up out of there, and then, like, starts chasing him, and, like, the predator throws the little claw frisbee boomerang thing, and that works for about a second. Also, apparently um, they forgot yeah, that they go, the ice is slippery because the queen is literally like sprinting <laughs> at them. She has like talons, okay, man. Those well, like bears can run yeah. on ice. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, and the, and the people are fine too because they got yeah. the pick shoes. So yeah, they're running through the whale bones, and of course the queen's like just crushing all these ribs. That's <laughs> um, right. She like uh, uh, Lex like runs to the water tower. Yeah. And, like, the queen's, like, trying to stab at her with her tail, uh, like, the little tongue thing, (laughs) all that shit. Yeah, she stabs the predator with her crazy spear tail. Oh, yeah, 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 hits her with the tail, like, yeah, completely hollows her out, basically. Oh, this chain thing that's on her, like, we can tie it to the water tower that's sliding off the cliff. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, yeah, it ties off the water tower. Meanwhile, the queen's like, oh, what are you doing? Get away from there. Ha, ha, ha. And then, uh, you know, it's like, oh, gosh, now we have to knock over this water tower to help it out. But I can't because I'm only a human. And then out of nowhere, the predator comes spinning, back spearing <laughs> right into the side of the head of the queen. I don't know. It's kind of a weird, like, 360 behind the back. Slap! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fantastic, everybody. Check this movie out. And then, uh, yeah, what happens from there? Yeah, the tower drops and, like, yoinks the queen down to the depths of the ocean. The the predator is lying there and he, like, dies because he got, like, hit a couple more times. Yeah. And then immediately there's, like, five other predators that pop out of nowhere silently. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it was the backup team. Somebody used their Apple Watch to phone and be like, hey, shit's going down. Oh, uh, yeah. Pre- or when he set off the bombs, it probably alerted the... Uh... <laughs> to think they called for backup like we just happened off screen like they knew it was coming yeah it was like the closest team's two hours away you know or it it could be like like three hours but it takes them two hours to get there team and now the rest of the people on the ship are like (laughs) 
These are the red shirts? Yeah. <laughs> now Bones and McKirk and everybody, they're coming down like, oh, hey, we're going to take this guy's corpse if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, and they're, uh, they're about to flee Lex, but then they see the marks on her cheek. Yeah, they're like, all right, oh, cool, here, cool. you can have the spear. Can, can. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then we go back aboard the Predator ship where Woo. we have the corpse of uh, her friend. I don't know. Yep. Uh, the, the Predator's with her. And then the chest bursts, ah! and out pops a hybrid of the predator the and the alien. The pretty alien baby. The yeah, I call it the oh, alienator. I, yeah. It just sounds better, right? I, I always right? like yeah. pretty alien, but and that's it's called good. the <laughs> yeah, yeah. alien is pretty good. That's what they call the requiem, and yeah. no, I like alienator because he also doesn't have any friends. Oh, that's true. <laughs> That's true, but we'll save that one for Requiem. Woo! Or you can check our episode from like three years ago where we talked about it. We gotta do that movie again. We gotta go back and redo a bunch. Uh, roll ten minutes of credits. Do, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, do, 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 do. Alien vs. Predator. Uh, I would consider it a draw. How about the rest of you? So, so like for who wins? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, sorry, that was, that was a bad uh, boxing joke. Uh, what did you guys think of Alien vs. Predator? I'm biased, but, like, I love this movie so much. Because <laughs> this movie's amazing. It, it has so many, like, fun moments and just sheer ridiculousness. Jonathan's just, like, shaking his head at me. So yeah. disappointed. <laughs> you clearly have a different opinion. It, it's just, this is... I... Come on, it wasn't that bad. You're right, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't good. Like, apparently, I, I'm very clearly outnumbered here, so I... I yeah, sorry, I judge's say. decision, Jonathan. Sorry. Oh, uh, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, yeah, we have more beer, fun facts, Ooh. and what we learn from Alien vs. Predator. Woo! <laughs> Forensic Folders Hunting for a Sexual Predator Buddy and Sam Benson were father and son going on a little hunting trip in the wilderness of Colorado. But then their little getaway would turn into tragedy when they went missing. Gunnison County Sheriffs went on search, but one of their own was found dead the next day in a rather peculiar way hanging upside down by his Achilles tendons and skinned. They also noticed an injury to his torso that looked as though a tetherball pole was shoved directly through his belly button. However, no murder weapon was found. Colorado State Trooper forensics teams also analyzed metal shavings recovered from the body, and it was found to be a metal not of this world, light as a feather, yet stronger than steel. This was truly baffling to the sheriff's department. Perhaps it was something Japanese. Gunnison County sheriffs also questioned their prime suspect, Darcy Benson, who was mysteriously at the crime scene when they were first reported missing, and had no alibi for when the sheriff was out on the search. They also questioned local bad boys, Dallas and Ricky. Dallas had just served a couple years for petty theft, while Ricky was a, still a minor, 
but a bit of a prick. Their alibi was that they were in the sewers looking for their car keys. This piqued Sheriff's interest when they also found several homeless corpses in those sewers. Dallas and Ricky's alibi was not looking good. Things looked even darker when the wife of the sheriff was also found dead at her workplace, a diner in downtown. Also murdered was the cook. Both bodies were severely mutilated and covered in what appeared to be gallons and gallons of semen, but was later found to be some sort of mucus. Would Dallas and Ricky's alibi hold up for any of the murders? Or would the forensic findings clear their names and find the real killer? Tune in after the commercial to find out. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast? Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time, as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So, with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. We are Molly and Jonathan, and we want to tell you about our podcast, One Star Bazaar. We review the movies critics hated in search of the unfairly underrated. We watch movies that critics have given an overall one-star rating, defined as 40% or less on either Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic. We both studied film in college, and while he likes the films that get nominated for Oscars, I like the movies that get nominated for Razzies. We use a simplified review criteria and look at five things, acting, story, how engaging the movie is, what it did well, if anything, and whether at the end we wished we had not watched it. Between our differing tastes in movies and our simplified review categories, can we agree if a critically panned movie is worth a watch? Reach out to us on social media at One Star Bazaar to let us know what you want us to watch next. 
Have a movie you want to see but heard it was bad? We'll review it. We're trying to save you from the terrible movies out there and find the good in the critically bad. Listen to One Star Bazaar on your favorite podcast platforms. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. Okay, because there's popcorn in our living room, so. I'm not doing anything about it right yeah. now. She'll eat it. She'll eat it. No, there's like a whole bucket of popcorn. Seriously? Uh, I mean, we just, could clean well, up it. If you if you guys want you can uh, we can just do the uh, what we learned part mm. first and then uh, me and Izzy can do the, the the fun facts and the the beer stuff later. Okay, yeah, if you wouldn't mind. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve! Those were the greatest ads that I've read in the history of adding. Ah, she said it. Ah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from Alien versus Predator? Uh, Molly and Jonathan, one of, would one of you like to start? Well, I. There, I feel like I learned so many things in this movie. Um, don't follow weird heat signatures down into tunnels <laughs> into Antarctica. And it's a pretty good one. If a super rich guy offers you a job that seems really shady, no, don't take it. If a super it. rich guy decides to fund your research for like a year for just coming on like a really random trip somewhere, I mean, I think every movie where that happens. Everyone dies, right? <laughs> you're rolling the dice. You're like, I mean, am I the? I know you're talking about like Jurassic yes. Park and am stuff. Am I the protagonist right? here, or am I one of the side characters? Hmm. <laughs> Should I pack your red shirt? No, yeah. no, I'm don't do that. <laughs> Anything but that. Yeah. Are we talking like what I learn as a if I was a member of this world, or like? Yeah, yeah, just in general, like super yeah. things like. Uh, like, like for example, like I learned that uh, aliens actually keep pretty well when you put them in the freezer. Yeah, they freeze very well, but alien eggs don't keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very. Yeah, don't they like? And there's it, a dog in the second one. That's true. Yeah, yeah, or the yeah, third yeah, one. Yeah, there's a dog. Yeah, yeah no. I, I think what it is is whatever the face hug like Im, uh, face hugger implants into mm-hmm. like it. It it's basically like the the pre-existing DNA of the yeah. face hugger and the DNA of whatever yeah. it's in that kind of gets mixed up. It just sort of has, seems yeah. to have to be a certain size and like vaguely mammalian. Yeah. yeah. What would like a snake yeah. alien look like, or like a, a bird snake. alien? A snake alien. A bird alien. This is what I want to see now. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. So then you're basically well, a platypus and an alien. I tend to not count Prometheus and Covenant because <gasps> they really like sort of I don't know they they take too many liberties but they're actually Ridley Scott I know original so if anything they're more canon than these movies but it's Ridley Scott after he stuck his head up his True. butt so another thing yeah, I br- learned bring back James Cameron sorry in this movie is that I definitely now want to see a sequel where an alien lays eggs in a zoo and just like yeah. the crazy combinations that are going to happen. Alien versus Predator. We bought a zoo. <laughs> the crossover you never knew you wanted. There, there was with Matt Damon and Scarlett there Johansson. There was a point watching this film where I remembered the Easter egg thing, where like they talk about Cyberdyne in Aliens, uh-huh. and like so oh, yeah, now, yeah. technically yeah. there's a possibility that like the Terminator universe is crossed over with this, and so I want to see Terminators fighting fighting aliens and predators. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. A-B-P-B-T. Yes. The... That's what I want. <laughs> I would be, and then throw in RoboCop too. Why the fuck not? I would just be like, all right, I would go with it. That's fine. A T one thousand Xenomorph. Ooh. <gasps> Holy shit! Be unstoppable. 
Or what would if it just melt itself? Yeah, yeah, the acid blood. It's just yeah, made of acid. The acid and liquid metal is not compatible. <laughs> it burns all the time. Anyway, <laughs> who wants some fun facts? Only if they're fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. All right. Well, uh, Molly and Jonathan had to go real quick. Uh, so me and Izzy are gonna yeah. Fill in now. All right, babe. Steve. Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> What do you think the critics thought of Alien vs. Predator? Ooh, I'm gonna say 35%. 21%. Ooh. Although, what do you think the audience score was? 35? 39. Ooh. Yeah, I, I was actually expecting the audience to be like 70-something. I know. But it was PG-13. I know that pissed yeah. a lot of people off. Like, I was okay with it watching it in theaters, but... But it's also like, eh, it could have gone a little further, you know? <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, they have the good, like, bones of a movie here, but they need the to bones. just push it a little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I I think they kind of didn't Requiem, like, they pushed it harder, but then they yeah. lost the, the the real point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. I mean, the, uh, Again, the maternity ward scene. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, yeah, we did a whole episode of it. Just check that one out. There, There are some things in that movie that are just... <laughs> absolute horror uh all right babe 60 million dollar budget okay yeah you know why they had a sequel 172.5 million dollar gross so yeah almost three times that's why they made requiem um also fun fact the words alien and predator are never said in this movie no, no, they, they're they not. call them like creatures or yeah you know, things and stuff like that but yeah well, because they don't know they're from space at that, like at any point in this movie, really. Well, well, when they figure out, oh, when, they when, when they're read doing the, the hieroglyphics, yeah, yeah, but, well, that's like yeah. the first thing. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense because they're not human. Yeah, uh, the Alien Queen was the most sophisticated animatronic ever built at the time. Oh, it had twice as many moving parts as the T Rex from Jurassic Park. Uh, it was actually driven by a motion rehe- uh, motion control rig, which could save the movements digitally. So if there was a nice looking move that they did, uh, mm-hmm. they were able to redo oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, there was also rumored to be in development. Um, oh yeah, this movie was, was rumored to be in development ever since there was a skull from the title characters in the Alien films in Predator 2. Yeah! Coming this May! There's also an E.T. in there. <laughs> the, oh yeah, there... So I remember like VHS, like trying to freeze frame it where you could like see all of them. It was always always just like a little too blurry and it's just too fast to cut scene. It's hard to get right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, the tracking, shaking and stuff. In fact, I'm going to pull that up. You keep reading fun facts. All right. Uh, According to director Paul W. Sanderson, if they'd filmed in Hollywood, the sets would have cost an extra $20 million. Whereas in Prague, where they shot, it only cost $2 million, which kept the movie under its budget. Already, uh, this one I didn't actually didn't know. This is actually Paul W. S. Anderson's second movie that he that has taken place in a cinematic universe that was established by Ridley Scott. Oh, any idea what the other one is? What's the other one? He directed the movie Soldier in 1998. That Kurt Russell space movie or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they're on another planet. I actually don't think I've seen it, but that apparently takes place in the same universe as Blade Runner. Oh. Yeah. Alrighty then. We have to check that one out. 
Um, also in an interview, Paul W. Sanderson said that Arnold Schwarzenegger was offered to reprise his role as Dutch uh, from the original Predator at the end of the movie as a cameo, but that was only if he had lost the election to be governor of California at the time. Spoiler alert, he won. <laughs> and the world's been better ever since. No. Um, you, got, you got it? Got it there? Or... Oh, Should, should um, I keep going? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to... Yeah, there's like just like no good things. There's yeah, a T Rex no skull with additional appendages added to it. And then yeah, there's just people debating over what kind of monsters. Yeah. Um it's like, oh, they're one of the monsters from Prometheus. I, I feel like uh in the Predators movie, like one of the creatures that are like like, like the big bull yeah. bulldog kind of creature was mm-hmm. the, like the skull was designed off something from that or something. It doesn't matter. Um Apparently, Ridley Scott hated this film, but but James Cameron admitted that he enjoyed it and placed it third on his favorite alien movie list. Yeah! Nice. And uh, with the filming of this movie, Lance Henriksen became the second actor to be killed by an alien, a predator, and a terminator. Of course, Bill Paxton was the first. And, I mean, that's also up for debate, because technically he wasn't killed by an alien, because he was a robot, therefore never alive. I'm going to say, or attacked by then. Yeah, yeah, attacked and destroyed by, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll let it slide. Uh, Well, Molly and Jonathan, thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Please, uh, where can we find your podcast on the interwebs? Everywhere. Yeah, we're we're just on iTunes, um, Spotify, Podchaser, any any platform you can find us on. (laughs) And that's the One Star Bazaar? we are at One Star Bazaar on social media (laughs) and on all podcast platforms. As our newest season is about to drop. About to drop, yeah. In a couple weeks. Come out in a few weeks. Excellent. So, Ah, looking forward to it. Cats. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. We have our mini episode dropping next week for that. It is. It's a doozy. Fun. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and just FYI, this episode will be like uh, the last Tuesday of February. We're we're a little ahead right now. (laughs) A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, our new season started. Even better. (laughs) Get caught up at One Star Bazaar. Uh, babe, do you have anything you'd like to promote? No. Wait, yes! I have a shop! If you head over to Etsy and look up Untidy Venus, that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, you can find all my art, including Xenomorph Love Kittens, it's yeah. a Xenomorph snuggling a kitty, and a predator who loves kittens! He's snuggling a kitty too! All the movie monsters in there. Yeah! Yeah, fantastic stuff. And of course, if you're uh, looking for the finest in aromatherapy and essential oils, check out frankieandmurr.com, a great sponsor of our program. Yeah. And use the code VENUS to save 15% on your order. Woo! And uh, orders over $35 ship free! That's right. Uh, let's say there's been a lot of killing at some uh, ancient temple under Antarctica. So it's under nice a whaling crisp. station? <laughs> under so a whaling station, So it smells like rams and yes. whales? Is there is there a particular aroma you'd like to use for that? Ooh, uh, for that one, let's see. I'd probably use the uh, Fight the Foot Funk. Yeah, it's got lemongrass and tea tree. It's super fresh, super bright. That'll cut through that stank. Perfect. All right. Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Molly. I'm Jonathan. And this is everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody.